If you liked this episode, go check out the Rough Cut Retrospectives recasting episodes, episode 43 and 73. They do an MCU and an X-Men MCU recast. Uh, Really good stuff. We love those episodes. We love those guys. Go check it out. Welcome to Cody and Corbin have a podcast, the show where two former roommates and they were talk roommates. about a new movie every week. This week on the show, we're talking about not just one movie, but the MCU kind of as a whole, a little bit of Doctor Strange. We're talking recasts, actually. We are. I'm your host, Corbin's Vocal, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host who, no matter what multiverse we go to, is always Cody Webb. Cody, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic, man. Very excited to be here. I think it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, one of those just right up my alley, I think. But uh, yeah, man, how you doing? Sound a little mellow. Sound like you kind of just woke up, but <laughs> should be a good one, I think. But um, yeah, I guess, you know, in every universe, I, you know, Cody Webb's inevitable. inevitable. I, I can't even do the punchline, but yeah. How you doing, man? <laughs> good. I was just trying not to peak my mic too early. I'm trying to have good audio levels for today's episode but big audio guy yeah it's uh i mean i'm done with school i finished True. i got graduation next weekend so i'm not officially done i'm kind of just chilling for this week so it is it's, over. Uh, it's crazy i got nothing to do other than watch <laughs> movies and record this podcast so i mean that's the dream so congrats man you made it <laughs> appreciate it i don't start having to slog it away working like you do every day soon yeah. so i gotta enjoy it while I can. real world loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once again it is our third episode of may mania we are so glad that you guys have been uh coming back the episodes have been doing great people have been loving it we're hoping uh to continue to have a bunch of guests on if you want to come on if you listen to the last couple episodes hit us up it's may mania i'm very excited about that um and this is kind of a special episode because of that it's also a special episode because Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness just came out. Uh, we're going to talk about that at the end of the episode. So no spoilers right now, but just initial, just real quick. Cody, what did you think? Uh, I was disappointed by it. I'm not going to lie, but I think it's okay. I think it's just expectations were in a different place than the movie we got or the movie like a lot of people thought we were going to get. So yeah, I think my uh, my anticipation for it was just in the wrong direction so there's a couple just key things off the bat that they kept hidden that's like super important stuff which i mean is understandable but based off the trailers and everything and you know past content a little iffy in my book but yeah we'll, we'll dig a little bit deeper into later in the episode but extended I, conversation at the end of the episode before all that what we're doing before that is we're doing a big mcu recast oh, almost yeah. Most of the major players, some people aren't getting recast. We we just kind of had to pick and choose where we could. Um, but we're not just doing, hey, we can pick any actor. Because that... That's, you know, it's been done before. It's been done before uh, <laughs> by plenty of people. It's it's not an yeah. original idea, which is fine. It's a great thing to do. I, I no. do love it. But we wanted to do something different because, you know, we just... It's May Mania. I mean, you have to, you have to go it above and beyond. And, like, recast in general, like we do that most episodes yeah you know? it's, it's our thing you know we would the, consider ourselves decent at it 
So we're broadening our horizons to, to go out of the box here, I think. A challenge. We, we need to yeah. be challenged. Exactly. So what we're doing is we broke our recasts into the four phases of the MCU. That's a little iffy. Some of these characters were introduced earlier, but they're broken into phases. We'll, we'll hit each one as we go. But within each phase, we have a constraint on who we can cast in those superhero roles. Uh, each phase, we're doing seven recasts, so we got a lot coming uh, ahead of us. Let's hit each phase really quickly before we get yeah. into it. Okay, preview. So, so the phase one characters that we're going to be using are the Muppets. I mean... <laughs> Of course. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a genuine fan of the Muppets. You know, great ensemble cast, so many to choose from as well. And um, I mean, like I said, this is just right up my alley. So I'm excited for the Muppets, but we have a few other ones too. Phase two, I'll just keep pushing here. It's going to be DCEU actors and actresses, obviously. The crossover. Anything's yeah. possible in the multiverse. <laughs> oh, it's madness. It's absolute madness. It does not matter what studio you're from right now. You're getting put in the MCU. Yeah, so I'll kick it over to our phase three. Yeah. They're owned by Disney. There's already a decent bit of crossover. Yeah. Let's make even more. We're taking the Star Wars actors. So this, you know, this is the, the biggest franchise. DCU, you know, these are all modern people. But Star Wars, we got a lot of, lot of classic old actors to choose from. So gives us some options to bring into the MCU. Definitely true. And then uh, phase four, we're, uh, we're going out there and we're going for Mario Kart characters. Um, again, plethora of options, a lot of iconic ones, you know, Mario, Luigi and the gang. But we're throwing them in these movies as well. And um, I want to point out as well, like even after we get done with the first one, like those still stand. So the Muppets have to, you know, interact with the rest of uh, who are recasting. So that's an important note, but yeah, no, I'm excited, man. This is definitely going to be fun. And this is a kind of a competition. Give mm-hmm. or so basically what's going to happen is we each have our own recast. We didn't do this. We didn't work together on this. We haven't seen each other's picks. Yeah. Um, we're going we're gonna to present them to each other phase by phase. And then I guess if we both agree that somebody's is significantly better, we could just call it there. Sure. But we can put a poll up we're, as well. We're, go, we're going Instagram stories. So come to our Instagram at cat podcast, K-H-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Follow us, check our Instagram stories because you're going to be voting on these. So when we cast our first person, which we'll get into here shortly, uh, your guys will vote who's better, who, which Muppet was the best Muppet. Or maybe <laughs> is it a Muppet <laughs> or a man is the real question. <laughs> Before we do that, it's May Mania. We got to recommend an episode, an old classic yeah. cap episode. So it's topical. We're going back to the, the really the beginning of all this multiverse stuff on the big screen. That is, we did see it in, you know, Loki and WandaVision a little bit, but Spider-Man No Way Home. We did a whole episode about it. We actually talked about the movie. We did a regular format, but we really got into it. One of my like favorite episodes in terms of just like a, a topical discussion. And like, we got into a lot of the weeds there um, for a really fun movie. Season two, episode 18, Spider-Man No Way Home. I would say definitely check that one out. I would also say check out the original Spider-Man that we did too. We've done That's a lot great. of Spider-Man because we did yeah. the amazing Spider-Man 2 as well. And also, I mean, a throwback to, to Sam Raimi in that one. So True. shout out to that guy, Dr. Strange. He's relevant now. But um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I did like that uh, No Way Home episode a lot. A we, have a t- we have a ton of Spider-Man 
and extended Marvel content, and it, it comes up all the time. Yeah, go check it out. Let's get into. <laughs> let's get into it. What do you think? Let's do it. I'm jacked. Okay, so for phase one, here are the characters we are going to be recasting, and then we'll kind of go into each one. Uh, we're going to be doing Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and Loki. That's going to be our phase one, and we are using the Muppets. Manomina. Manomina. To cast those characters, we're not going to go over all the Muppets, but we'll we'll kind of hit them and talk about them. As you know go. the Muppets, yeah. First of all, <laughs> Cody, let's talk about our relationship, our personal relationship to the Muppets. Oh, okay. I, like um, I mean, yeah. Tell me, tell me about it, because I kind of <laughs> I have a lot to say about my relationship with the Muppets. So Do you, you get it first, yeah. Okay. You know, I as a kid, I just like the Muppets. You know, definitely a good group. And um, you know, as I've gotten older, they they keep making media. The, the Muppet movie with Jason Segel and Amy Adams. It's one of my favorites. Really good content there. And then, yeah, I mean, like, even recently, they've done, um, like, that. they did the Office parody, sort of, on the Muppets, which, I mean, again, right up my alley. So, even though that wasn't that good, I've still watched that, like, one season a couple times. You know, I'm a fan. But, yeah, no, Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, can't really go wrong with these fucks, so I back it. <laughs> Listen, I know who the Muppets are. Uh, like, I've never watched any Muppets thing <laughs> ever. Like, you haven't seen a Muppet Christmas Carol, dude? Michael no, Caine. I haven't seen any. Like, I've seen the memes. Obviously, I know who Kermit is. Like, I've seen clips on YouTube of stuff. Like, I've seen moments, but I've never seen like a a story until yesterday. And I watched uh, the Amy Adams, Jason Siegel, the Muppets. I yeah, watched two thirds of that. Wait, I watched two thirds of that. Mm-hmm. Left my home, went and hung out with some friends, and then while I was there, we watched Muppets Most Wanted. So I watched, oh, you watched a sequel. <laughs> well, I watched about two thirds of that, and then we were like, "Yeah, we're <laughs> tired." So they fast forwarded like twenty minutes, and then we watched the last twenty minutes. So I missed a chunk. And then I came back home and I watched the rest of the Muppets this morning. Okay. <laughs> Interesting timeline. The first one, and that was that, that. was my kind of like that's so just just know that's that's my knowledge of the Muppets. So that's like, like I, I'm in that like framework. Say like, what's the best way to watch Star Wars? Oh, you got to do it like one through nine. Or, you know, the originals. <laughs> what's the it's best when you way it's when you watch Muppets? it's when you watch Star Wars and you watch uh, four, five, one, two, three, yeah. six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine. You did that for the Muppets. That's that's hilarious. But yeah, I probably wouldn't recommend that. You know, normally. Dude, there's but. there's so many things to say about those movies. Uh, first of all, so uh-huh. in the Muppets, they introduced the character Walter, right? Right. He's not really in the second you, one too much. You know who plays him? <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's old Sheldon. Sheldon Cooper. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I've seen that movie multiple times. Come on. Yeah, that's a good movie, bro. That blew my mind when I saw those. It was that's a great cameo, dude. That's what the Um, Muppets do so well. It's cameos too. Yeah, well, and then in the second one, there's a ton of cameos. There's so many people that show up. Yeah, P. Diddy's in it. Uh, Selena. Oh, well, Selena Gomez is in the first one. Yeah. Um, that that kid from Modern Family is in the first one. (laughs) What's his name? Rudy or something? Yeah, that's not it. No, it's. I mean, Jack Black. That's iconic. Uh, yeah. But the meme, the the hooded Kermit meme, I'm kind of in my hooded Kermit. Yeah, that's right the second now. one. 
The second one's not as good, I don't think. No, but it's not. It's not that is, that's a good meme, though. Yeah. And there's a reference to Seven Seal. I mean, there's a ton of movie references. Reference to Seven Seal, which is like this Inger Bergman, like 1940 Swedish black and white film. Oh, crazy right. stuff. The Muppets are crazy. That's all I can say. Let's get into it. Muppets are art. So first recast, I say we get it started with the man himself, Tony Stark, Iron Man, kind of the center of the MCU. Everything's kind of revolves from this point on. Would you agree? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, this is the, the kickstart to the entire universe. Got to have a strong lead in there to take a hold of the franchise and so, the universe as a whole. In replace of Robert Downey Jr., Cody, who's who's your recast? Yeah, well, well, my thought process for this is, you know, you could go for one of the big boys. I did not. I wanted to go for who is believably like a tech genius. Who is the smartest guy out here? And uh, for me, that's Mr. Honeydew, uh, whatever his name is, Dr. Honeydew, the guy who looks like a honeydew. But um, I mean, this is an obvious choice to me just because all the science mumbo jumbo that Tony Stark's always throwing out. You mean Bunsen? Bunsen, Bunsen Honeydew? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Bunsen's a terrible name, so I just call him Honeydew. <laughs> but uh, I mean, all the science mumbo jumbo, that just rolls straight off this guy's tongue. I believe, actually, he's a tech genius. Robert Downey Jr., I don't know. He's just some like drunken playboy. Would he actually be able to produce these suits? Probably not. You know, Honeydew, maybe he's not the biggest playboy out here. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, reach deeper into that in the movies. But uh, I mean, this guy's a genius. There's no doubt about that. And I really think he can hold a franchise on his own. Obviously, his boy Beaker is uh, always a sidekick. So you probably have him in it as well. But no, I'm going Honeydew right off the bat. I don't know how you can really argue against that. See, would Beaker play... Uh the computer Jarvis, Jarvis yeah I can remember his name. <laughs> well the problem with that is Beaker only says one word so. <laughs> yeah that's what like, make it funny he's like Beaver uh, I get Beaver he's a Beaver fire everything say me 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 that's all like it so yeah you know that would work for comedic purposes but I don't know how actually efficient that would be so. here's the thing I I get what you're saying Tony Stark needs to be a genius but there's another character on this list that needs to be a genius and is a little bit more nerdy that I think Who's that? Our buddy, our buddy Honeydew might fit better. Um, so You're just I, picking for the Hulk because he's green. No. no. <laughs> Honeydew's like yellowish kind of. Um, no, I'm going, I mean, listen, Iron Man, he's the leader. He's the head. Yeah, you're going to take Kermit. We need the man. I mean, yeah, we need the man himself. Bad he's, pick. Kermit the Frog is, uh, he's kind of an asshole husband. It's kind of, it's, he does the mixed piggy thing. He's like, That's he's true. kind of a play. I mean, he's a player. He's a dog, Kermit. And he's a frog. He's a frog. Kermit would play Iron Man. It's, you, you got to have Kermit. We'll, we'll, go, we'll yeah. see who, we'll go to the vote. Yeah, I definitely like him in a different spot, which I'll reveal. But I mean, it was either that or Iron Man. So it's understandable. But I mean, again, with Kermit, it's, I don't know. I really don't uh, think that he'll be able to produce like these big time suits so it's more about the brain power for me on this back fair enough let's uh move over to captain america steve Good. rogers obviously played by chris evans one of the many chris's that are uh in the big blockbuster movies we might talk about some others as thing the uh, list goes on captain america my pick you probably you're gonna hate this <laughs> i gotta go with my man walter Oh, <laughs> why Walter? 
because here's the thing about Walter. Walter has a good heart. And I think that's that's literally all you need for Captain America is, is at the end of the day, the thing that made Captain America Captain America is that he was like a, a good person. He jumped on the grenade to save everybody at camp. And Walter, yeah, he, I mean, he's not there yet, but give that dude the super soldier serum. All of his, first of all, he can whistle like a madman. He's going to be whistling like crazy with the super soldier serum. And then, I mean, on top of that, yeah, he's just going to be the best guy. He's going to, I think he can have America's ass. I believe in him for that. Um, Muppet legs are kind of scary to look at, but I mean, give me Walter. Tell you what, um, you might have swayed me already because that's a hell of a pick. Uh, the thing with that is, as well, he's basically just like Steve Rogers before he got the Super Bowl here. Exactly. So, yeah, kind of bang out there. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, my pick. I did want to throw out an honorable mention to uh, Sam the Eagle just because he's so patriotic, but I did end up going with Gonzo, um, <laughs> mostly because he is blue, and I think that suit would look sick on him and the shield and everything um so that was mostly why he's pretty brave as well he's he's known to be reckless and like a uh, daredevil so he's got captain america in that sense where you know he's not afraid of anybody um but yeah, i mean walter's got the heart man i <laughs> i think you might have convinced me of this one but uh i'll give you walter uh give me honeydew i'd say we're even right now but you know gonzo would be a decent pick just just visually i think he would be very appealing let's uh um, t- let's see what you do with kermit and then we'll uh we'll see Oh, just as you wait. All right. Our third man, the the third head of the Hydra of the, the big three in the MCU of our straight white men, uh, is Thor. What Thor are we thinking? What are we thinking? Yeah. Thor Odinson, the Norse god. Rip Chris Hemsworth. Adios. But um, this is this is where I'm putting Kermit. And um, I mean Thor, I feel like objectively is the strongest Avenger. So why would you not want the biggest Muppet to be the strongest Avenger? Kermit's going to be flexing on those hoes. But I mean, mostly I feel like my argument for this one is who else would be worthy other than Kermit? I feel like there's not too many out there. Like if you're throwing Fozzie Bear here, that's a joke. Um, you got to get somebody who's smart, you know, got a good heart, good person overall, and um, is worthy as well. And like that characteristic is hard to describe, I feel like, but of course, Kermit's worthy. I mean, there's no debate, no debate about that. I can't talk today. But um, I mean, Thor, like I said, the strongest. Put your biggest Muppet there. Can't beat Kermit. You know, I like that pick just particularly because there is like the frog. There's like Frog Thor. Yeah. That's, that's a yeah. thing already. So that's also true. Um, I I might like Kermit there. But then if we do this, there's no voting. So you know, maybe we'll let the people vote. <laughs> But there's a lot of votes ahead, so maybe we can agree on a top three. Here. Yeah, maybe just the Muppets is agreeable. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said Fozzie Bear. Oh, my God. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a ton about Foz. He might be an asshole, but he seems like a good guy. He's, he's kind of the big buff dude, you know. He, I don't know. Maybe he's too much dad energy, but um, I don't I, I went Fozzie Bear here. Maybe not a good yeah. pick. I mean, it kind of makes sense just because, like, in the first – Thor movie, it's like Thor's a, you know, this fish out of water, kind of a, a bumbling guy. And Fozzie could probably play that pretty well. But, you know, action scenes and stuff, oh, I'm not buying Fozzie wielding that hammer. No chance. But, you know, it's an okay pick, but I'd, I'd probably disagree. <laughs> Frog for the win. All right. Now we'll move on to uh, our next doctor, Dr. Bruce Banner, also mm. the Incredible Hulk. 
did you do anything different with either side of these characters or did you i mean t- walk oh, me through the like process a, here like the dual thing no yeah. I, I went with just like one character straight up um and i kind of dropped the whole doctor act in itself anyways i think for jokes we would say this guy's a doctor but i'm picking animal uh, to play the whole <laughs> just because i mean he has those rage moments he freaks out and also in the comics there's there's a red hulk so that fits perfectly you can keep him red you don't have to change him green to anything stupid um but i mean yeah just just uh animal like hulking out going crazy and everybody and then also like a recurring joke saying you know he's a doctor and he's supposedly super smart maybe he like figures out maybe like a uh, you know takes out the bomb at the end of the movie or something but uh i feel like that's a bang on pick as well i'm pretty proud of that one so what i was gonna say was we we make dr bunsen Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner and then Animal yeah. is the Hulk. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But Bunsen's Iron Man. So <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna work around that. <laughs> Dude, I just don't I mean Bunsen's such a nerd, bro. Iron Man can't be such a nerd. Ah, it's tough. Okay. Uh well, we yeah. both had bad picks for Iron Man then, I guess. Because well, that we'll is be. that is kind of perfect, Bunsen being Bruce Banner. Well, who should be who should be Iron Man, man? I don't know, Gonzo? <laughs> All right, let's throw guys. I like that. He's a player. All right, all right, always, all right. He's always hanging out with the chickens. I agree. I agree. All right. Sorry to Fozzie Bear for getting no love. Let's move on to something that's probably also pretty agreeable. Yeah. Black Widow. Yeah. I mean, it's the obvious choice, but is it the wrong choice? Who are you picking for? I'm going Miss Piggy. I mean. <laughs> Miss Piggy, first of all, Miss Piggy would kick all of these other Muppets' asses, which, I mean, is, is kind of the, I mean, Black Widow would kick their asses if things were fair, um, if some of them weren't, like, literally gods. But Black Widow's a badass, you know? Yeah. I mean, for this, it's really, like, she's the Jackie Chan of the Muppets. So, I mean, why would you not make her Black Widow? Like, she, that, she's perfect for that role. She's born for that role, I would say. So, yeah, that's an obvious one. I would say if you ask 100 out of 100 people who from the Muppets should play Black Widow, probably 99 of them say uh, Miss Piggy. So that one's a pretty easy one, I think. Oh, yeah. I think I think we did it justice there. Um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's an interesting character. He's kind of, you know, changed and developed a little bit in the MCU as of late. Um, I'll get us started. To me, Hawkeye is just kind of a bit of a loser. Um, and there's no loser bigger than Scooter yeah <laughs> that's a good pick i think and i was going between him and somebody else but no scooter uh, he just plays like so dumb too and i think just changing hawkeye to a, to an idiot who just never misses a shot i think would be pretty funny but i actually uh i was talking about this guy earlier i actually am putting beaker at at hawkeye uh, <laughs> just so him and bunsen can still get some lines together you know um but i mean beaker he's obviously iconic and I think he'd be good for Hawkeye because, like, he has no lines. And Hawkeye doesn't have any lines anyways. So he'd just be in the back, you know, reacting, going, me, 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 me. And then, you know, just sticking out, like, all these aliens with arrows and stuff. I think that'd be hilarious. So, Scooter, if you want to go the lame way. But if you just want to write him out of the movie completely, you might as well just go Beaker. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, mm, let's move on to Loki, our last Muppet to cast. We'll, we'll, throw, we'll throw Scooter Beaker to a vote. That'll be our vote. <laughs> Sounds good. All We're right. going for the big bad here. Yeah, this is a this is a big choice. 
Well, this is actually, now that we've confirmed Kermit to be Thor, this kind of backs up my choice here, which is, I was going with our main man, Constantine, from Muppets Most Wanted, <laughs> Evil Kermit. Okay. And, and it's not because he's the only villain that I know. It's mm. because um, he kind of, he kind of, you know, he's, first of all, he's got an accent, you know, Tom Hiddleston has an accent. It's not a Russian one. Um, but this dude spent time in the gulag and then he like, work, he's cunning, you know, Loki is like the most cunning character in the MCU. Obviously they have like that brother thing. They're both frogs. <laughs> um, also, you know, Constantine always looking up to his frog friend is good he also did the thing where he pretended to be kermit yeah. that's what loki does loki <laughs> pretends to be people and pretend to be odin so uh yeah. lock it up constantine that's a good pick is he gonna have the fake mole or no yeah, yeah, yeah. they're gonna stick that on too that's how you tell them apart <laughs> yeah i know uh <laughs> yeah no that's actually not a bad pick uh i might back that but my pick is the Swedish chef and I mean the thing with Loki is you need someone to have you know sort of that anti-hero-ness you know a little bit of good a little bit of bad I think the Swedish chef has that beautifully um and I think he's somebody as well who might be underestimated as a villain at first so he can really creep up on these idiots you know get him right where he wants them and then you know go for the jugular um and yeah I mean just his dialogue as well, I think would be more interesting than Constantine. So we are both going for an accent here. I think, you know, mumbling Swedish uh, at times, can't really understand it. But I mean, I'm, I'm dropping the whole brother thing too. Sure, maybe they're brothers, but this is the Muppets. I don't need two frogs like doing, you know, dialogue back and forth. They, that's kind of the thing about second one I don't like that much is they just throw in this other curve of the frog for no reason. The thing that I hate is that you see the frog's uh, legs a lot and he's like doing CGI jumping around and it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. The second one's not great, but um, you know, for those characters that kind of makes sense. So I kind of do back that. Uh, I just much rather see the Swedish chef in this role. Fair enough. All right. That's the end of our Muppet recast. Let's recap what we decided on and what we're going to have to take to a vote. So (laughs) For Iron Man, uh, I said Kermit, you said Dr. Bunsen. We decided we're going Gonzo. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> for Captain America, I said Walter, you said Gonzo. We're going Walter. Steve Go Rogers, Walter. We'll, we'll upsize him for the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah. Uh, Thor, I said Fozzie, you said Kermit. We're doing Kermit the Frog as Thor Odinson. For the Hulk, you just went animal. I said Dr. Bunsen and animal is a pair. So that's what we're doing. Dr. Bunsen will be Bruce Banner. Animal will be the Hulk. Um, Black Widow is obviously Miss Piggy. We both said Miss Piggy. It's going to be Miss Piggy. Hawkeye, we do have to take to a vote. So go to our Instagram page uh, just in the days following the release of this. Scooter versus Beaker. I say Scooter should play Hawkeye. You say Beaker should play Hawkeye. That's a tough one. That'll be an interesting vote. Should be a fun one. And then Loki... I said Constantine, the evil Kermit, and you said Swedish Chef. We're also going to take that to the So that will uh, that's going to be Swedish Chef on. massacre on that boat. I I don't know. I don't know. If it, we're going to say in in comparison, this is Thor, who's <laughs> really <laughs> Loki. Yeah, it makes sense with Kermit as Thor, but uh, I think Swedish has got that one locked up. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Now we're moving on to phase two, quote unquote. Uh, and we're going to do the DCEU, the DC Extended Universe. You're letting him 
kill Martha. What does that mean? Why did you say that name? Find him. Save Martha. Why did you say that name? Martha, why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. It's his mother's name. But here are the characters we're going to recast. Falcon, the Winter Soldier. Hey, those two go together. Star-Lord, Gamora, the Scarlet Witch, or Wanda, Ant-Man, and War Machine. Um, Obviously, the entrance to some of those characters is a little earlier particularly war machine but um he does you know pop up again in iron man 2 and 3 and we get a different war machine than the first one we got so it's already been recast plenty well let's talk dcu for this we are just doing the actors we're not like saying we're gonna cast bruce wayne as star lord or anything like that it's, it would be ben affleck if, if we did that let's talk about the state of the dceu cody <laughs> what do you think what do you think how, how are things for dc we haven't talked I'll about tell it. you what when I was on uh, the Rough Cut retrospective, I, I made a hot take saying this is this is uh, DC's big year. I'll tell you what, it's looking bad. It's only May. It's been big, <laughs> but in an yeah, interesting the way. Batman was a slam dunk, which I thought it would be. But the Flash got delayed again. You know, Aquaman really 2 got delayed. Everything. Got delayed they don't have any well, movies this year. It seems like they can't keep anything on track. It looks like Ezra Miller's going down the, the deep end. So... Yeah, it's looking like it's not the year of these, and like this whole Amber Heard has been yeah. so bad for them. So, yeah, not a good look really all around the past couple months for DCU. Um, so let's just replace all their actors and put them in the MCU. Might as well. Yeah, I mean they are not working on anything right now. So, <laughs> um, there's not. So this is a, a ton of actors. Um, actually, yeah. when you think about there's it, so we did we did clarify that you can pick people who haven't appeared in movies yet. So Black Adam, yeah, maybe that's so, is that going to come out this year? I don't know. Supposedly, I think. At the yeah. end um, yeah. you know that has The Rock and Noah Centineo and I think Pierce Brosnan. So yeah, like we, we we could use people like that, uh, but we're going all the way back. Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, The Suicide Squad, um, the The Suicide Squad, both Suicide Squad movies, yes. the Peacemaker TV show, both Wonder Woman movies um Jack, Zack Snyder's Justice League and Justice League and then anybody who's going to be in the Flash movie Aquaman as well anybody that could be in Aquaman too um which I think is like the same people so yeah, pretty much let's get it started DC DC's looking rough so let, let's let's get them out of here let's start with Falcon oh and also something I want to talk about um mm-hmm. so in this case I think it's it's important to to recognize some of these characters their personalities and their ideologies based on maybe their race or religious identity or or something that's important about the actor um i definitely took that kind of stuff into account for particular characters when we get into like the mario kart characters and casting some people like listen they're all mario kart characters like we're just we're 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 casting people we think would be fun in the role it's not meant to be like offensive or be taken the wrong way or we'd have these things in mind um but like i'm not gonna 
I'm not gonna make a I'm not gonna cast uh you know a white Star Wars actor as Black Panther when we get there, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> but no is but these characters, I don't know if you did any of this, but we don't they don't have like we could also bend the races of some of these characters and bend and the genders gender, yeah. even. So um we'll see if we did that at all. Um I'm going Falcon first. Mm-hmm. Sam Wilson is it's kind of he's in the Captain America 2, he meets up with them. They, he's kind of like a sidekick. And obviously he gets the shield passed down to him and, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier becomes Captain America. So that's kind of the path that will be, yeah. is, is going to be led down. So Anthony Mackie plays him right now. Um, I chose an actor from the Aquaman movie, Yaya nice. Abdul-Mateen II. Uh, yeah. He plays Black Manta in that film. Um, he's also in the Candyman movie, I know, that you saw. Um, mm-hmm. A really solid actor. And... I think somebody who's going to take on, like, I think the in this group, maybe Scarlet, Scarlet Witch is important, but in this group, I think, like, the Falcon is the most important character to the future of the current MCU. Um, so I want probably one of the better actors um, in that role. So I'm going Falcon. Uh, or I'm good, going, good. yeah, yeah, Abdul-Mateen for Falcon. <laughs> Falcon. Um, he was definitely on my radar. I actually really like him in Aquaman, too, just such a small role. Uh, supposedly he's the main pad in the second one. Yeah, but, uh, that's, I'm excited for that. Yeah, also, I mean, I would have picked him, but I just, I'm terrified of pronouncing his name. So, went somewhere else. I actually want Ray Fisher to uh, play Falcon. Um, you know, this guy's just gotten a bad rap, I think. I think mostly just Joss Whedon doesn't like him. And, cause, I mean, he basically just got cut out of uh, Justice League completely in the theatrical cut. But, yeah, he's obviously, like, he's not as proven as Yaya, but... I think he deserves a, a chance um, at something like this. And this is something as well where it's like Falcon, like you said, it's a smaller off the bat, and then it builds and builds and builds into something where, you know, he's actually one of the main characters. So I think if you give this guy enough screen time, enough, you know, experience on set and stuff, he'll, he'll uh, you know, get it. And by the time he needs to have a big role, he'll be pretty good. So, yeah, I went Ray Fisher. I think um, something about Anthony Mackie as a person is he's extremely charismatic. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've really probably seen that out of either of our two picks. They're a little yeah. bit more reserved guys, but um, Ray Fisher's, like you said, has gotten a bad rap. I, do you think he'll ever like get a big role again? I think so. I just don't know, you know, where it's going to be at in the genre. I don't know if he'll, he'll want to do like comic book stuff again after. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if he'd want to do comic book stuff. I listen, I, I hope the best for him. I hope that this hasn't, you know, like, unfortunately, you know, Josh Whedon, get black man. yeah i hope josh whedon this hasn't like ruined his career um but it's not josh. even josh it's not even josh whedon it's just <laughs> it's the i mean it was people above him too his executives at warner brothers that i think were really um awful to him so it's yeah yeah he deserves that chance yeah so uh we'll, we'll bring that one to a vote should be uh should be an interesting That'll be close one. One, I think. all right so now we're going winter soldier bucky barnes uh originally best friends to our captain america so we have to think about um walter who could be walter's buddy who would be bros with walter That's if only jason if only jason siegel was in the dcu <laughs> we would be we would be set um yeah so why don't you take it away what's your, what's your i have, i have an actual great pick for this i think um i am gonna gender bend here and i'm gonna go gal gadot <laughs> as the winter soldier she's gonna be becky barnes and um i can see i mean walter's a such a nice guy i can see him you know being like great friends with gal gadot you know get friends on a little bit but 
I think their relationship would be really cool. And I mean, she's kind of, she can be menacing, I think, Gal Gadot can. Uh, sort of an underrated thing from her. And you stick a metal arm on her. I mean, that's that's about wraps. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'm going to gender bend here, but I actually really like that pick. I feel like if she pops up in any more Fast and Furious movies, she probably will have a metal arm if we see her again. <laughs> that's, that's something I could see happening. Um, <laughs> She'll probably have, like, all metal limbs and just walk out <laughs> fire or something. That'd be sick. It's the Terminator Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that pick, except, I don't know, I've heard really bad things about her acting in The Murder on the Orient Express. And I don't know, I've never seen, like... In the act- Nile one? Yeah, 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 sorry. Death on the Nile. She's in that one. <laughs> They're the sequels. River on the Nile? River on the Nile, yeah. That's it, Cody. I don't know. Her acting is a little sketchy at points. I'm going with a uh, recent Oscar winner, as in Oscar winner... Yeah, Will Smith. (laughs) We're going Will Smith uh, for the Winter Soldier here. Um, I think there could be a really cool story about, uh, like, just Walter and Will Smith being friends back in the 40s. And then he obviously tragically dies while off at war. And then he comes back and he's murdering... uh, gonzo's parents that's that's kind of crazy so i think will smith will smith's the man <laughs> i forgot they're murdering gonzo's parents um, and obviously gal gadot played wonder woman and will smith played deadshot, deadshot. did very forgettable in, in in suicide squad can't forget about that movie oh birds too. of prey is also a movie too that's in the dcu i want to that's a good movie it's one of their better ones too so yeah, that's okay. I thought you hated that movie. Um, compared to some of the movies, it is definitely true. better. I mean, compared to Suicide Squad, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's an okay pick. I don't know how how well Walter and Will Smith will get along. Uh, also, it's kind of an age difference there. So, are you picking like young Will Smith, or are you just throwing him out now? Well, I mean, obviously, there's they age with the role. So, and, and yeah, so like it would be a younger Will Smith, and then he'd be a little. Yeah, but Walter's like eighteen. Yeah, I mean. So you're putting 18-year-old Will Smith in? Brother, just... Might as well, might as well just throw Jaden in at this point. Ages don't matter. Jaden's not in the DCU. <laughs> That's the difference. He should be. Uh, I'm saying, Will Smith, you say Gal Gadot. We'll take it to a vote. I think we know who's going to win. that's an easy... That's another dumb for me, I'd say, pretty easily. You're, gonna, you're telling me you don't want to put a metal arm on Gal Gadot. That's you, what you're telling You me. don't want to see Will Smith with a metal arm? You could probably really, slap though. really hard with it. All right. Um, <laughs> Star-Lord. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, Peter this, Quill, yeah. the boy from Earth, leads the Guardians of the Galaxy, played by another Chris, Chris Pratt. Do we replace him with another Chris? No. Good. Uh, we say Pedro Pascal, the, the man who's, who's obviously born to play this role. Uh, Pedro Pascal is so fun. I just watched uh, Unbearable Weight, Massive Talent with him and Nick Cage. He's probably the best part of Wonder Woman 1984, even though he's like doing this oh. insane, like campy thing. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the Mandalorian is great. He's not doing a lot. He's very low key, but um, I think he could have a lot of fun as Star-Lord and, and not be Chris Pratt. So. Yeah, that's a good pick. And um, I can't even remember what DC movie he was in, to be fair. So Wonder Woman Wonder 1980 or yeah, Wonder Woman that's 1984. A that's a very forgettable movie. But um, yeah, I'd probably back that. I was having a tough time coming up with something for this one. I mean, basically it's just like Chris Pratt is sort of the outcast of, the MCU actors in general, I feel like. So like, okay, who's maybe the outcast of the DCU actors? Zachary Levi? No, not Zachary Levi. I was thinking either Jesse Eisenberg or Jared Leto. Uh, I landed on Jared Leto. So, I mean, 
yeah, Star-Lord's not too hard of a character to pull off. I don't think Jerry Leto can do the quips. He can do the action. I think obviously we've seen it in Morbius. Yeah. That's a good, um, good example for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> I say throw him in. Everybody's going to hate him regardless, but I mean, I feel like everybody Loki hates Chris Pratt too. So kind of a perfect match. That's, that's definitely gonna have to go to the vote. Cause if Jared Leto won, I'd be, I'd be okay with it. You know, we need, <laughs> you're right. We should just have another like bad person take the role. <laughs> exactly. Just pass the torch of, of Star-Lord being a kind of a dick. But yeah, might as well. Um, now we're going to move on to Star Wars Love and also the daughter of Thanos. Um, kind of up in the air on her status in the MCU. Will she, I mean, she's got to show up in Guardians 3, but she's not here for Thor Love and Thunder. Um, it's a multiversal version of her, I guess a past version of her yeah. um, that is in the current MCU. Gamora. Played by Zoe Saldana, who we could talk Avatar too at the end of this discussion. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm going Margot Robbie, though. Know. Are you? Okay. Um, I think she probably des- deserves more than the Gamora role if we're going to put her in the MCU, but she is a fantastic actress. Um, I think I would love to see her and Pedro Pascal interact. I kind of tried to choose people that would be good, good together. Um, I think they would have so much fun. I think the Gamora would be a lot funnier um, in her fight. I mean, I, we've seen her do it as Harley Quinn. Like, she can do the stunts. She can she can back yeah. up the badass action. So, paint yeah. her Robbie Green. Fuck it. I mean, I'm, I'm down for that regardless. But, um, yeah, that's a good pick. I think it's sort of wasting her a little bit. So, I am going to put her somewhere else, obviously. But that's an okay choice. I I mean, with Gamora, the thing is, you kind of want some comedy in there, too, I would think. So, I'm throwing Kristen Wiig in um i would i would much rather have zoe saldana than kristen wig but if we're taking dcu actors um you know she's funny and she can play off jared leto well i would think so their dynamic would be a good one but sort of just injecting more of that um comedy than than zoe saldana would have so changing the character a little bit um obviously you know thanos's daughter is some pretty serious stuff so she got turned on the chops for infinity war and everything but I think she would fit uh, pretty well into this cast. What do you think? We should should we make these votes as a pair? Uh, we could. We could do Star Lord and Gamora together. That'd probably because, be a good one. Because I think I if I'm gonna ha- if we're gonna have Jared Leto, I honestly would prefer Kristen Wiig over Margaret Robbie <laughs> and Jared Leto. I don't want to see that. I do not um, want to see Margaret Robbie. And, I don't and, want, and we've already seen Pedro yeah. and Kristen Wiig in Wonder Woman 1984. The love. That's is, true. That movie had some good actors, but. <laughs> Not very good movie, though. Yeah, Not a great one. That movie should have been a lot better. Tough. Considering how good the first one is, it's it's sad. Pretty surprising. Uh, um, Cheetah, great villain. Yeah, Cheetah really. She looked good too. <laughs> the Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, um, obviously coming off a hot weekend, very and, hot a, weekend. and a hot year as a whole. Big year for for the uh, Elizabeth Olsen and the Scarlet Witch. Good for Elizabeth Olsen, man. Yeah, she's killed I, it. I feel like you probably made the same pick, but. I'm going Amy Adams uh, as my Scarlet Witch. Maybe she's a little too old. I don't know. The, the age of Wanda Maximoff has always fluctuated a ton in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth like Olsen's a little younger, but Amy Adams, I think. Uh, Margot Robbie's Adam, Amy Adams. Margot Robbie's probably a better actress, but like two, two of the the two best easily of the the female actresses in the DCU. So um, Scarlet Witch has proven to be a very integral part of the mcu um it didn't start out as that but 
Um, I think Amy Adams would be great as the Scarlet Witch or as uh, and her hair is already red. So there you go. That's true. I do like Amy Adams a lot, obviously. a uh, big fan. I did end up going Margot Robbie here just because I really do want to see her do something different in like a comic book genre. Obviously, Harley Quinn, she's unbelievably iconic. And I think if you stick her in as Gamora, it's sort of just doing the exact same thing, just a little bit different. Like she's just green instead of like, you know, like pale. Bleached. But here, I mean, she's, this is completely different role, I think, from those other ones. I mean, she's doing magic stuff. She's just waving her hands all over the place, yelling out spells. I think that'd be very cool. And I think Margot Robbie, I mean, you could really put her in any role here, I would say. But I mean, for how prevalent Scarlet Witch has been too, like she's been in so many movies, TV show, obviously Doctor Strange came out, she's a big part of. So it, it's a lasting contract as well and something Margot Robbie would probably do. So might as well stick her in. I actually forgot about Amy Adams even being in the DCU. Um, Lois Lane? Sad. Yeah. I mean, Man of Steel, I'm never a big fan of, and she's like barely in the other ones. So. She's in She's in the Snyder Cut, dude. She's important in the Snyder Cut. Uh, Preggers. But um, yeah, it, it's kind of, if anybody, I'd like her to be like Black Widow, maybe. But obviously, we did that already with the Muppets. So I kind of just want to leave Amy Adams out of this unless she's like big time star power, which I guess, you know, like I was saying, um, Wanda is, but I mean, I think Margot Robbie's perfect choice there. So kind of tough for Amy Adams. But. I guess Gamora also like Margot Robbie's already done the James Gunn directed movie thing yeah. too. So exactly. eh, maybe it's a little I played don't out. Want to do that? Yeah. Bad um. Eh, oh well. <laughs> Ant Man. Uh, you know Paul Rudd is obviously the, the timeless classic, and. Uh, he gets small and sometimes he gets big too. So Ant-Man, that's him. I don't know his name either. Scott Lang, Lang. Scott Lang, Scott Lang. Yeah. Uh, well, who's your pick for Ant-Man, Cody? I great pick. Uh, I'm finally bringing one of the big boys here. And I'm going Ben Affleck as Ant-Man. I think this would be a great role for him just because it's a bit of a turn of pace. Obviously, it's not going to be as, uh, as much comedy as Paul Rudd would do. But I mean – just putting Benny on, you know, just riding ants around, I think would be a lot of fun. And him and Michael Douglas, I feel like, if we're keeping Michael Douglas, because we're not recasting him, I think they would be, uh, like, a really good duo. They would probably have some intense scenes where they're just, like, yelling at each other. So, yeah, I mean, just make Ant-Man a little bit more serious. I think maybe Ant-Man 2 was a little, like, too much slapstick comedy. So maybe have Ben Affleck, it's it's not going to be, like, that sort of movie. But the first Ant-Man is very good. It'll be, like, Boston comedy. Yeah. <laughs> ah, man, Wait, I'm gotta my car. I mean, we need a Boston hero, man. We don't have one. So when's it gonna happen? I know Chris Evans failed us. Ant Man, I'm going with a lovable man, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. He's on a comeback. He's funny. He's a classic. He led the mummy movies. If he could he, he might need to slim down just a little bit. Um wow. get, I mean he can hit the mark. I mean, he gets the you know, the like the Marvel workout scheme. And uh, yeah, he, he could be my ant. I mean, he doesn't need to be ripped for Ant Man. He just has to be like a, a guy, a guy who's in. Okay, well, he's he shrinks to small size, so I don't know what the correlation is. Um, Brendan Fisher just looks like a football player. I think that's the thing. Like he's a big dude, so um, I don't know if he can help it, but he's he's gonna be big Ant Man. I mean, he's like the the original Hank Pym. You know, like he's got it going on. He's sure. the man, Brendan Fraser. His nickname would be like the big ant, not ant. <laughs> Giant man. That's a good one. 
That's what he they call him when he gets big. Yeah. He's giant, man, man, man. So I guess so. Maybe when he's small, he can be Ben Affleck. When he's big, he can be Brendan Fraser. But Ben Affleck is also big. He's also <laughs> got the the broad shoulders. Nah, he just got he jacked just, up, Batman. He's not he that big. Buff Batman, dude. He's got a fat Batman. <laughs> oh, he's just like he's got like broad shoulder Batman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like football player Batman. Yeah. I mean, compared to Rob Pat, like that dude's probably got 100 pounds on him. So yeah, I mean, easily. Ben Affleck was jacked. Did you see the stuff he was doing in that movie with the chain? <laughs> yeah, pulling tires and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was a witness. The male gaze, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll put that to a vote. Brendan Fraser and Ben Affleck. Uh, War Machine. This one I probably struggle with the most. You know, War Machine has kind of been in a backseat. I think there's an Armor Wars TV show that's going to be featuring him. Yeah, well, who, who'd you go for War Machine? I mean, again, it's got to have um, good ha- good chemistry with Tony Stark. Who um, and if you don't, they'll, they'll they'll recast you. It's Gonzo, right? That's our Tony Stark. Uh yeah, yeah. So I mean, so who's Ter- Terrence Howard got recast already once. We'll go Don Cheadle. We'll recast him for a third time. I mean, might as well. I'm throwing out some of you have named recent recent Oscar winner Will Smith. Um. I think he's actually pretty good in this role. I mean, Will Smith, just like a charismatic sort of comedic sidekick, I think is is one of his, his better sort of sticks that he does. So I definitely back that. Him and Gonzo, I could see having some good scenes together. The back and forth, he could like, you know, give him a little twist in the nose, say, you know, you know, I'm the war machine, you're not shit. But yeah, Will Smith, and again, I mean, put him in this armor. Imagine what he can do with these slaps when, when he's actually, you know, got stuff on him. So you guys go, Will Smith. Um, I'm gonna take uh for a war machine Lawrence Fishburne. He plays the editor, he's also in Boys to Men. So uh that's my main. I want Boys to Men, Lawrence Fishburne. Not, is Lawrence Fishburne not, in not Boys to Men? God damn it. <laughs> Boys in the hood. Oh <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't think he was a singer, was he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we should just put him in, boys, and then at this point. But also, Lawrence Fishburne is already in the MCU. So, what's going on there, dude? He's in, uh, he's in Ant Man and the Wasp. You don't remember that? No. So, Lawrence Fishburne is in Boys in the Hood, uh, all time classic. He kind of plays his dad, um, War Machine. He can play like a military guy, straight laced. Um, yeah, I don't know, Lawrence Fishburne. He's... Does he have chemistry with Gonzo? That's the question. Yes, he has chemistry with fucking Gonzo, dude. He's too old. It's different generations, bro. They can't relate. He's fucking Morpheus, bro. You're telling me he can't be War Machine? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, Will Smith takes that one pretty easy as well. That's gonna be an easy vote on the poll. Then we have then we have Gal Gadot as the the Winter Soldier, which I don't know. Such a good pick. I don't know why you don't want dude Gal Gadot. She's the not a great one. actress. What? We were talking about this in our Fast Five episode. I think she's actually okay. She was my best actor in that movie. We did, let's just, I'm going to highlight a couple uh, other actors that are in the DCU that we did not use. Um, yeah. Michael Shannon's great. Kevin Costner. Yeah. I was uh, thinking about the Russell Crowe's there. Jer- Jeremy Irons. Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, Viola Davis. Cara Delevingne, not great, but Scott Eastwood. Uh, David Lewis. Everybody in the Suicide Squad. Jason I mean. Momoa. Willem Dafoe. J.K. Simmons. Patrick Wilson. I should have picked one. Nicole Kidman, Tamara Morrison. Maybe we'll get him in the next round. Uh, Rosie Perez, Ewan McGregor. Again, maybe he'll come up in the next round. 
Sylvester Stallone, Peter Capaldi, Dwayne Johnson, Noah Cedeno, Brendan Fraser, Michael Keaton. I just had to say Brendan Fraser again because he's so great, Cody. So <laughs> there you go. We could have gone a lot of different ways. Let's recap what we did there. That was a, that was a long <laughs> discussion. <laughs> Falcon, I said Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. Cody said Ray Fisher. We're gonna vote. Winter Soldier, I said Will Smith. Cody said Gal Gadot. We're going to vote on that. Star-Lord, I said Pedro Pascal. And Gamora, I said Margot Robbie. Cody said Star-Lord, Jared Leto, Gamora, Kristen Wiig. We're going to vote those as a pair. Um, Scarlet Witch, I said Amy Adams. You said Margot Robbie. I say we vote on that if Margot Robbie loses in the Gamora-Pedro Pascal race. And then maybe we'll get it. Because what are we going to do otherwise? Um, same thing if, if Will Smith loses because we said Will Smith for War Machine. I said Lawrence Fishburne for War Machine. Ant-Man, I said Brendan Fraser. You said Ben Affleck. So we'll see how some other votes go. And then, you know. We didn't, we didn't agree on much there. <laughs> didn't agree on much. Uh, probably going to have more disagreements here. But first, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. All right, so for phase three, we're doing Star Wars characters. There's been no one for so long. Who are you? I'm Ray. Ray who? Ray Skywalker. Um, and here are phase three characters. This is where the lines really get muddy, but um, Nick Fury is going to be our first one. Um, we do get the Captain Marvel movie in phase three, so he takes a more prominent role. You see a different side of him. Uh, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, Vision, and of course, the big bad himself, Thanos. Star Wars characters, you know, there's a lot of range in ages. I might have played around with the age of some of these people. But yeah, also, we could just cast Nick Fury and Vision as their their real actors because they are both in Star Wars. So, but we're not going to do that because that wouldn't be fun. So, Cody, before we get into it, Cody, the state of Star Wars, like where are you at on Star Wars right now? Yeah, I mean, movie-wise, it's it's fairly dead, I would say. But, I mean, they've been producing a lot of television that... Uh, has supposedly been good. I haven't seen most of it, but I mean, I'm still very sour after, uh, you know, episode eight, episode nine. But I am super excited about Obi Wan. So that is one that I would definitely be like checking out week to week, um, just because I do like you and McGregor and those characters a lot. And obviously, Hayden Christian's coming back too, so that'll be cool. But uh, yeah, you know, I would say in the last like 40 years, this is probably the the lowest Star Wars has been. Uh, just like pop culture and its, its relevance and you know the general public's opinion on it obviously it went through like the prequels and that was not great but it was somehow better than what they you know produced in the last five years so it is what yeah. it is i don't know the mandalorian's really special yeah. uh book of boba fett not great um let's go ahead and get into our recast let's do it let's look at nick fury first played by samuel L. jackson uh head of shield wears an eye patch yeah, and um, this, you really obviously need somebody who's going to bring the team together. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if this is funny or not, but um, 
I thought uh, we were doing Nick Fury under the DCEU. So I picked Michael Caine. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not picking anybody else from Star Wars, but being honest, this is perfect casting. Uh, Michael Caine is wearing an eye patch, having a British accent. Who is Michael Caine in the DCEU? <laughs> He's in the Dark Knight, bro. That's not in the DCEU. <laughs> I don't care. I was thinking about who I want to play Nick Fury, and it's Michael Caine. So, you know, you can duck points or whatever, but that's the perfect casting if I were. We're him, not. So. We're not voting on this because it's not. <laughs> el- he's not eligible. But he is eligible. Uh, he's Michael Caine. He's eligible for anything he wants. Okay, so yeah, Cody picked Michael Caine for Star Wars. Um, talk to me when he gets into a Star Wars film. <laughs> he's in the Muppets movies too. He he crosses that very category except for fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Well, he's not in the DCU. We've clarified yes, that as well. Is. He's also not in Mario Kart. So, uh, my pick is uh an og star wars character real original trilogy man uh and billy d williams so uh all-time classic smooth as jazz nick fury needs a little bit of smooth i don't know um give me billy d williams cloud city little lando action oh yeah no i like that a lot actually but i'd still take michael kane over him but good pick well he's ineligible so uh next character dr strange the man the kind of the whole reason we're doing this episode yeah. Benedict Cumberbund himself coming off an Oscar nomination. It's Dr. Stephen Strange. Was he robbed? No, he wasn't. <laughs> Who do you want to replace him, Cody? You know, funny enough, uh, I'm going Sam Jackson here. Uh, <laughs> I do want a little bit younger Sam Jackson. So maybe we're in like, you know, 90 Sam Jackson. But I mean, him as Sorcerer Supreme, I think would be very badass. Um, I really just want him like yelling spells and stuff, just doing Sam Jackson stuff. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my only argument. I just really want to see it. So yeah, Sam I mean, I mean, I get it. Um, Sam Jackson is a badass. He would probably have purple spells, and that would be pretty sick. Even though I guess oh, pur- yeah. purple means evil or something. I'm going with probably the closest person to Benedict Cumberbatch on this list, and it's <laughs> Ewan McGregor. Uh, they're both from the British Isles. I can't say the same ones but they are adjacent to english we'll say um so yeah i think benedict coverage is english but uh you know they both have good accents even though i mean i guess benedict coverage is doing a new york accent or an american accent right yeah right so is is ewan is he doing the same accent yeah yeah yeah. he's he's doing the american accent um but i don't know he's like the smooth you know he he was a jedi master he can be steven strange i think that's a good pick it it's sort of that's the thing about uh cumberbund in that role too it's like the accent is not great and ewan mcgregor has such a good voice too and to kind of waste that would be tough but yeah i definitely back sam jackson there (laughs) You back, you back your pick, sick, nice. I do. Um, we'll take it to a vote. Black Panther is the next one. Um, I know I've made you do go first in the last two, but I kind of want to see where you go because I had a pick that I wanted, but then I wanted that person in a different area. So maybe you can convince okay. me of something better. So what do you got? Yeah, I went with uh, what I thought was the obvious choice here. Um, sort of like the Miss Piggy thing, John Boyega. I mean. This guy, I think, is super underrated. He needs to be in a ton more stuff. I think in The Force Awakens, he's very good. Um, also, like, some other just random stuff that he's good in as well. I believe On the Block is that name of that one, right? Um, good movie. But, uh, I mean, it, it's perfect. And for, like, Star Wars characters, there's not, I feel like, a ton of great options for Black Panther. 
But I think John Boyega is a money pick. Yeah. Yeah. So the original pick I wanted was Donald Glover. And I would probably prefer in this role. Um, obviously, yeah, pretty, pretty young he's too Lando. much Spider Man though. But that's, I mean, that's the thing. So, spoiler alert: he's got to come up later. Um, I also had the thought of Lupita Nyong'o. Um, yeah, she's already in the Black Panther movies. Right. I don't think she has any chance of becoming the actual Black Panther, but who knows? With you know the anti vaxxers and all that, maybe. Um, maybe. maybe she'll step in. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I also wanted to go with her somewhere else. So Same. for Black Panther, I, I, I went John Boyega, so we can just agree okay. on that. We'll, we'll go. Hey, it's the version we agreed on, just the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Captain Marvel. Uh, Carol Danvers, also played by an Oscar winner, Brie Larson. Deserve for sure. I actually want to replace her with an Oscar winner too, funny enough. I'm going to replace her with Lupita Nyong'o, um, who is a far superior actress, I would say. And, um, yeah, I think, like, Brie Larson, I feel like she doesn't bring much to the role, to be honest. Um, I think Lupita's just take on it would be a lot more interesting. Sort of bring that, like, sort of, like, Superman-esque, like, positivity. And sort of just, like, you know, like, wonder to the character almost. Uh, that Brie Larson just, she's just trying to be, like, a snarky badass, which we have, like, ten of those already. Um, but, yeah. And also, like, obviously, she's she's... I can't talk. And obviously she's in Black Panther already, but it's such a mad role. Like it, it's Lapita Nyango wasted, which is tough because she's wasted in Star Wars too. Um, so maybe that's just her typecast, but <laughs> I want to throw her straight in the mix and uh give her Captain Marvel, give her a big, big ass role. We're agreeing two for two. I also had Lapita Nyango really? here at Captain wow. Marvel. So um yeah, we we've we've got ourselves our Captain Marvel and our Black Panther. I love it. That's crazy. Okay, now let's move on to Spider-Man. Uh, I already hinted at this, but I am going Donald Glover. Okay. I actually think Spider-Man was the hardest pick here because if you're going for someone who's like young, there's just not like there's no there's not really a lot of kids in in Star Wars other than Jake yeah. Lloyd is like the obvious one to think about and I don't think it I don't know. I I don't want to pick Jake Lloyd personally. Mm-hmm. Um so I went Donald Glover. We'll we'll age him down to you know when he would be a little bit more Peter Parker appropriate. He doesn't have to be like sixteen, like a kid. But um, yeah, Donald Glover should have played Spider Man a long time ago. So this is my chance to to get him in there. And uh, he's also in the MCU already. Um, but Star Wars MCU has a ton of you know crossing back and forth as you can see. So Donald Glover, Donald for Spider Man. No, and, and that's definitely the obvious pick. I, I went away from the obvious pick in this one. And like you said, there's not so many choices for, like, kids. So I was thinking either um, Jake Lloyd or Hayden Christensen, um, episode two. So, you know, varies in age there, but obviously it's the same character. Um, I think I'm going to go Hayden Christensen. Uh, Jake Lloyd, I feel bad for in general. I think he's actually... He didn't do too well, uh, just generally after those movies because he got a lot of backlash. So he's probably not fit for the role currently. Uh, Nathan Christensen, I mean, he's done other things. He's he's not like terrible actor. It's just bad dialogue. I am excited to see him back for like Obi Wan and stuff. I think if you put his younger uh, self like in this Spider Man role, he can have a lot more fun. Obviously, uh, he can add some quips in there. He doesn't have to be like dead serious psychopath Anakin. Um, you know, just a little bit more enjoyable role for Hayden. And I think something you, you know, be a lot more successful in. So might as well throw him in. I would probably say that that I backed Donald Glover though over Hayden Christensen. So 
And we're going to do vision next after that. So my pick here, um, I don't know. You kind of need a bit of a straight man. You need a nerd. I guess you need somebody who's going to play Jarvis originally. I picked a guy who's actually in a couple really good movies um, in Ex Machina. And he's in the Harry Potter movies, kind of. And then uh, also in About Time. And that's Donald Gleason. So I think he's a great actor. Um, he's, I think Paul Bettany's kind of British too. So, and Donald Gleason again is adjacent to the British Isles. So, uh, I, I back the pick. I think the look, he's got the look, the little like skinny, straight, nerdy dude. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting pick. I do like, uh, Donald Gleason. So good pick. I went a little more out the box here. Um, and I'm thinking Harrison Ford revision. We're finally bringing some of the classics here, but I think, this is mostly just for memes because I think it'd be very funny to see like the behind the scenes footage of Harrison Ford getting like four hours of makeup and him just bitching and moaning about it the entire time. And then when he's actually in front of the camera, <laughs> he's just pissed off 24 seven because he's in so much makeup. Um, we're going to see, see we're going to see Harrison Ford and uh, our Scarlet Witch on WandaVision together. <laughs> uh, that, that, that should be interesting. Either Margot yeah, Robbie or Amy Adams. Margot Robbie. That's a great couple. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we're not making it creepy. I'm going young Harrison Ford here. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's probably, you know, pretty good looking guy. But my favorite thing would just be all levels. would be all the interviews of them asking him, you know, things about the yeah. MCU and him just saying like, <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't watch these movies. <laughs> but uh, also, just put Harrison Ford in the MCU in general. I don't really care. You could put him anywhere, and I just think it's hilarious because he hates movies so much. But yeah. <laughs> he's a grumpy old man now i don't know he's he's yeah. too busy being indiana jones still so for some reason but yeah he always goes back to indy for some reason but he bitches about every other fucking project so <laughs> let's uh move on to our big bad the man himself the the balancer of worlds thanos cody who are you picking to replace josh brolin this is kind of i mean it's a mocap thing it's also a voice mm-hmm. thing more than anything mm-hmm. else i have a uh a very good pick for this one, I think. And um, it is a little bit still with the memes. I'm going to go with the main man himself, uh, George Lucas, <laughs> to play Thanos. <laughs> you know, I don't know if he technically appears ever in a Star Wars movie, but, I mean, it's George Lucas. I mean, it's mocap too, so he can hide. He doesn't have to be, like, the main face of the character or whatever. Um, yeah, I think he just relates to Thanos a lot, you know, being, like, this tyrant who has to have everything, you know, his specific way, every single detail. Um, I think he just fits into that character so well. Um, so, you know, mocap it. He's got an okay voice. It's kind of, it's it's a lot different from Josh Brolin's, you know, a little bit more of a nerdy voice. But, you know, maybe Thanos is just like that asshole who instead of being a badass, he's just like a little prick and, and everybody hates him. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to go George Lucas for Thanos for no specific reason other than, you know, he'd be great for the role. Well, you know, someone who I think would be great um, is obviously Ahmed Best, who portrayed Jar Jar Banks. Um, yeah. So I think that should definitely be Thanos. Is the, just because he has mocap experience? No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. My pick, <laughs> who I think is actually legit, a voice actor, many time voice actor, mm-hmm. and the Star Wars. He's the man. Mark Hamill is going to be my uh, Thanos. So yeah, that's a very good choice. If if uh, George Lucas wasn't available. I'd probably go Mark Hamill second just because of his voice acting work. Um, 
but I don't, I don't, he probably hasn't done anything mocap, so that'd be interesting. But well, I mean, he, he has, but what has he done? <laughs> I mean, he's he plays played a young, oh, in, oh spoiler alert, oh, whatever. yeah, yeah, spoiler. <laughs> it's like not really mocap though, it's yeah, just, kind it's, of it's like de aging, so but yeah, I think that's a good pick. But uh, we'll vote on it, we'll see I if people it. want George Locus or Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, he's too nice to be a bad guy, too. Before we move on, let's recap all of our Star Wars picks. So Nick Fury, uh, I said Billy D. Williams. You said Michael Caine. Michael Caine is not yeah. eligible. He's not a Star Wars <laughs> character or an actor. He's eligible. That it's gonna be going to be Billy D. Williams. It's gonna be our, going to be our pick. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I, well, you post it, Cody. Because, okay. yeah, uh-huh, it's not going to happen. Um, Doctor Strange. I said Ewan McGregor. You said Sam Jackson. That's going to a vote. People vote. Um, Black Panther. We both said we agreed on John Boyega. I kind of put up Donald Glover, but I wanted Donald Glover somewhere else. So uh, we're doing John Boyega. You said John Boyega. He would be my second choice as well. Uh, Captain Marvel, we both said Lupita Nyongo. So that's going to be Lupita Nyongo. Um, Spider Man, I said Donald Glover. You said Hayden Christensen, you know, the younger version. Um, you agreed, though. We're going to go Donald Glover. Yeah. Um, Vision, I said Donald Gleason. You said Harrison Ford. That'll go to a vote. Young Harrison Ford, age appropriate Harrison Ford to pair with our Wanda. Uh, Thanos, I said Mark Hamill. You said the creator of Star Wars, George Lucas. Um, As a reminder, it is mocap. It is voice acting. Uh, We don't have to paint him purple. So maybe George Lucas will win it in the vote that we are going to. Once again, ton of actors that we uh, could have (laughs) cast um, that we didn't bring up. Obviously, Felicity Jones, Diego Lungo. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen, one of my favorites, Riz Ahmed, Alan Tudyk, uh, Forrest Whitaker, Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Pedro Pascal uh, comes up again here. He could have brought up Carl Weathers, Gina Carano, no, 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 <laughs> Taika Waititi, Giancarlo Esposito, Tamara Morrison, Rosario Dawson, Kamel, he's going to be in Obi-Wan, Kamel Nanjiani, yeah. uh, Joel Edgerton, Natalie Portman, Liam Neeson, Ray Park, um christopher lee carrie fisher alec guinness james Earl jones adam driver daisy ridley oscar isaac um andy circus kelly marie tran laura dern benicio del toro richard e grant i almost had benicio as After performance in the last Jedi, dr strange i think so <laughs> that could have been terrible, interesting. but he's probably auditioned for that to be honest but yeah i could see it cast that idiot no <laughs> all right we're moving on to our phase four which is probably our most interesting which is the phase you know we're in right now we're casting shang chi yelena from black panther uh jane foster who's going to be our new thor uh blade who has not officially appeared on screen although we have heard his voice at the end of the eternals king the conqueror who technically we did see some of um and then we're going to pick a character that we want to see introduced or maybe will be introduced from the comics. And then we're going to cast somebody. And then, of course, we're casting Morbius. I mean, the man of he's MCU. Yeah, he's, he's the MCU. He's the king of the MCU. Um, <laughs> when he shows up in the spoiler alert post credit scene for Doctor Strange, um, I, the whole crowd cheered. So that's a joke. <laughs> he's not in the movie. But um, we're doing Mario Kart characters.
So, Cody, what's your relationship with Mario Kart? Um, you know, as a kid, I did have a Wii growing up. So Mario Kart Wii was a, a staple of my household. And, uh, you know, I played it a lot. Played against my sister a lot. She's terrible. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm a big fan. You who's know. your who's your cart like or who's your main like my main would probably be well i, I switch a little bit but dry bones koopa troopa toad <laughs> you are toad. a koopa troopa man i i, I see I that like koopa troopa. toad and um oh who else was i gonna say uh oh i was gonna say donkey kong jr that was my that's my other one dkg dkj dk jr yeah i'm a bowser guy for sure um that's what i go with <laughs> usually so I did not have like a Wii or anything growing up. Not really, was never a Nintendo guy. Um, but I've played Mario Kart 8 a little bit. Um, we used to play play Fortnite on Dylan's Switch. So that was the most I probably played with any Nintendo product. Um, but yeah, I played on the Wii. You know, I think the thing about these, these are just iconic classic characters. I mean, it's the Nintendo characters at its core. It's not as expansive of Smash characters. Um, yeah. But I think Mario Kart characters are kind of fun. And they drive in little cars. So let's... Uh, the future of the MCU is in their hands. Pretty good hands, I'd say. Let's uh, hit it first, Shang Chi. Cody, who's your pick? Yeah, so for replace Simi uh, Louie. Leo. Yeah, you would you would think you would want somebody who can do martial arts, and you know it's not specifically specified. I don't believe if any of these goons know how to do martial arts. Maybe Mario, since you know, he's he's the hero or whatever. He like jumps on people's heads. So We're like not that. into the lore. That's all I can say. There probably is somebody who is like a karate master but exactly and what i'm basing it off is who would i think can do karate right and that's yeah. yoshi that's yoshi no doubt to me uh, <laughs> it's a green dinosaur <laughs> with a long ass tongue i mean this guy here you just know he can do martial arts and then you throw in the 10 rings as well to yoshi nah it's over it's over so you know he does he's not like a man of big time words out here or anything my boy yosh but he gets the job done. And I think out of all of these characters, he's like probably the most consistent as well. I think Shang-Chi kind of is that too. So I'm throwing in Yosh, man. I respect the hell out of him. So my thing was, you know, Shang-Chi, he kind of starts out as, you know, a really poor guy. He's a valet. He, he He's just kind of a lowly class. You know, Yoshi's a badass from the beginning. So I wanted to go with a little bit more humble beginnings and I went Toad. Uh, but I think Toad has that capability of like gaining some confidence and kicking some ass. Um, and yeah, give Toad the Tingrings. I'm going to be honest. I think Yoshi's a better pick. So I'm, I'm down to call it right now. Yoshi. Yeah. And I think Shang-Chi, Yoshi and the legend of the Tingrings, it fits. <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. Green dinosaur. He's going to, he's going to mess people up. Um, and that was a really fun movie, uh, of the phase four. It's definitely one been one of the better entrants that we've seen, uh, in comparison to some. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Shang-Chi might be the best phase four movie so far. So that's saying something. Yeah, that that and Spider Man for me are the are the two. So, yeah. we'll we'll move on to another Phase Four entrant uh, who seems like she's. I mean, she's going to be here forever. Uh, Yelena Blova, played by Florence Pugh. She was in obviously Black Widow, which was the much delayed, you know, Scarlett Johansson goodbye film, I guess. And then you know showed up in the Hawkeye series. Maybe is going to be in some sort of thunderbolts or dark avengers or who, who knows what um who's your pick to play uh yelena yeah so basically i mean with this one here you need someone who has like good sisterly chemistry with miss piggy so that's important um i feel like peach is the obvious choice and i'm gonna go with that as well 
obviously the, the blonde thing translates well. And then I kind of just like some character develop character development from Peach. Still can't talk. Um, from she's always like being this damsel in distress and like Mario stuff, and like she's had enough of it. She's gonna turn into an absolute badass. Her and Miss Piggy, you know, just absolutely beating the crap out of some people. I'm down to see that any day of the week. So I'm going Peach here. Limited choices, um, but I think out of you know all of the Mario Kart characters, she's probably the best one. Yeah, I think Peach captures the look. I was going to go Peach as well, but I'm going Pink Gold Peach because, you know, she's a hardened. I mean, she's a Black Widow. She's a fighter. She's a killer. Let's get the metal, metal, uh, metal Peach. So that's my pick. What do you think? Can we agree <laughs> on that? Indestructible too. Sure. I'd bag it. There we go. Pink Gold Peach is Elena. Let's move on to Jane Foster. Our future Lady Thor was in the MCU, left the MCU, didn't really seem to be happy there. Um, Natalie Portman, but she's back. And she's taken on the hammer. So she's going to be huge for Thor Love and Thunder, which is our next film. Who are you going for uh, Jane Foster? For Jane Foster, obviously you need somebody who can vibe with Kermit. It's sort of a tough one. I was thinking, um, what's her face, Daisy. But I ended up going in a different direction and actually going Birdo. Um, Not sure if you know who that is. It's the pink one with like, it's got like a massive mouth basically. It just shoots stuff out. But Birdo, I don't know if it talks too much. I don't think it really you know, can speak English. But it's sort of got a fun side where, you know, Birdo's kind of messing around most of the time. But you throw Daisy in there, it's basically just the same exact thing as Natalie Portman, which, I mean, was kind of blah to begin with. So I want to change up the character, make it an actual fun love interest with Kermit, where they have, like, you know, a, a more dynamic, um, like, relationship and everything. I think Kermit and Daisy would be, you know, not great. Not great television. So I went somewhere else. I went Burgo. I want some uh, interspecies uh, relationships here. <laughs> you know, I was going to say Princess Daisy um, yeah. for, this, for the same reasons you are. Um, we're originally thinking it. Um, I didn't know who Birdo was. I just looked up Birdo. Did you know that Birdo is lauded as the first transgender video game character? Apparently. There you go. Uh, Apparently was originally conceived as a male character and, and is now, you know, often seen as female voice actor, female character. Um, yeah, let's make, let's agree on Birdo to be our Jane Heck Foster. Yeah. I like it. I back it. Um, and, and Princess Daisy. I don't know. P- Princess Peach is everyone's favorite anyways. Who likes Daisy? Oh, yeah. I, I Daisy's always the afterthought between those two. I'd nah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Birdo's got some, Jane Foster needs to be a badass, you know, Princess Peach, yeah. eh, she's, she's got some funk to her, I think. Yeah, yeah, Birdo's where it's at. Um, Blade, I so Blade obviously has not made an official appearance. Mahershala Ali showed up mm-hmm. in the Eternals. Um, was a he was in a trilogy. Wesley Snipes uh, yep. played Blade for three movies um, in the early two thousands, late nineties. I actually like those movies, not too bad. Um, my pick was going to be Yoshi. I think mm-hmm. Yoshi should, is kind of like the vampire hunter. If you were to pick one. I like that. Um, we we're going Yoshi for Shang Chi though, so it kind of all rests on your shoulders at this point, Cody, to I mean, really could, give us a good pick. We could just double down on Yoshi. Nah, but, uh, you can't. I mean, Yoshi. I mean, he's, he's not around that much. Come on. Give that guy a sword. Come on, it's over. Um, That's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> I went for uh, Dry Bones. Um, I was thinking Koopa. It was a tough choice. Basically, I mean, Dry Bones. I had he has like that edge that you really need. Um, that Koopa maybe doesn't have, and also, I mean. He's like, he's just bones, and he's he's 
he's fighting vampires, obviously. Well, he is kind of a vampire, too. But, I mean, he has no blood. So, you know, what are the vampires going to get out of that? Pretty much nothing. Also, I mean, he's just unkillable. And, you know, you can't kill him. He just comes back to life. So, I mean, as badass as it gets, that's Dry Bones. And I feel like Blade is, is that character in a sense. Okay, so next up is Kang the Conqueror, um, who has shown up only in a TV show thus far. Um, kind of as the the one who remains um, Jonathan Majors at least was playing a similar character to him he's going to be the big bad of Quantumania and potentially have a lasting impact on the MCU as a whole my pick for Kang the Conqueror the big bad of Mario Bowser I mean he's the he's the baddest motherfucker in in all of the uh, Nintendo world so uh, Jonathan Majors is a fantastic cast we've talked about it so many times such a great actor um, but I guess if I have to replace him, we're going to go Bowser. And uh, he he definitely is a conqueror for sure. That is true. Uh, you went with the big, big villain there, which I respect. I went for a different choice. I went for King Boo. Um, you know, the ghosts, I think, are actually kind of like sort of menacing in, in some of the Mario games and stuff. And King Boo, obviously the biggest of the baddest. Uh, he, he's not much of a talker compared to Jonathan Majors. I don't think he can, he can actually speak much English, so we're going to have to change his character a little bit. But like I don't I said, know if I Bowser mean, can either, to be honest. <laughs> that's true. But, I mean, both of them do bring a little bit more of a, a scariness to the role, just uh, visually, I would say. So, yeah, I, I think this one's kind of a toss-up. Uh, Bowser is the obvious choice. But, I mean, is um, Kang the Conqueror, like, really the baddest villain? Like, I would have Bowser be Thanos, not really Kang the Conqueror. So... I don't know. I think King Boo is sort of the side villain is is a good cast. I have high hopes for what Kang can bring to the MCU, so we'll see. It'll probably be another one and done. So okay, so now we're doing where we we're bringing a new character in. Um, so my character, my MCU character that I suggest is going to be Mister Fantastic himself. We do know it's coming. Reed Richards is going to be in the MCU. Um, there's going to be a Fantastic Four movie. Let's just do it already. Mario. I mean, obviously, right? I guess. I thought you were going to say Waluigi. <laughs> That's a loud car, Cody. Uh, you know, Waluigi, um, I think I might see pop up somewhere else. So, <laughs> um, Mario, man, he's the man. Mario, he's the head of the family. Okay. Yeah, no, it's fair. Uh, not bad. I backed on. I have a. A few that I wanted to rattle off here. My first one, Adam Warlock, who's a new character, mm. probably going to be in Guardians Three. I wanted to throw Koopa Troopa in there. Um, that guy deserves a good role, and Adam Warlock is very, very powerful. And Koopa Troopa is badass, so stuck him in there. Uh, another new character, Nova, who supposedly is coming sometime soon. I'm throwing in Toad. Toad dessert. That's perfect for Toad too. It's sort of a low key. You know, just like funny, uh, like sort of sidekick kind of thing. He can like work off a lot of other people really well. That's Toad uh, personified, I'd say. Um, and then Moon Knight, I wanted to throw in there as well. He's he's fairly new. I like Donkey Kong Jr. There, I like him a lot there. Sort of, he is a brawler, but he he's also quick. You don't want to mess with DKJ. That's all I'm saying. And then, oh, that was it. And then, uh, yeah, we still want to do Morbius as well, though, too. Right? Yeah. So. I say we all those picks we can just say they're official. So you just cat you yeah. just did a good job casting. So shout out, and Mario <laughs> will be our Mister Fantastic. This is a tough one. 
because it's sort of like, do you just pick, you know, an obvious asshole? Do you maybe go, you know, more of a hero type? I want to hear what you're thinking, obviously, because I have a very clear vision of what I'm thinking, but I feel like it might be different from yours. Well, you know, Jared Leto has had a lasting impact on this character, and I don't think yeah. you can really separate him from, from what he was able to create. Um, the Sony Spider-Verse is just something that's beautiful. And I wanted to, you know, Jared Leto has real Waluigi energy, I think. Um, you know, kind of the inverse of the sidekick is what <laughs> is what Morbius that is. is. Cool. And that's yeah. what Jared Leto is a little bit. So God bless the sex cult leader. Uh, strange man. <laughs> Can act sometimes, sometimes can't. Just a weird, weird guy. 30 seconds to Mars. Waluigi. You can be their new singer, too. That's true. That's a good pick. I went in a similar vein. I just went for Wario, though. Um, I was thinking about, like, you know, who personifies Jerry Leto and, and then Morbius by default. And it's probably Wario because, like, nobody likes that guy. So, yeah, that's why I went for him. Waluigi, I feel like Loki maybe has a following. So <laughs> He's too lovable. Anybody. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's like, oh, Wario's cool. So, he could probably play Morbius and get away with it better than Jared Little did. Wario is a loser. That is true. I mean, who likes Wario? I can't name anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Luigi's got the mustache. That's, I mean. He's got the good voice, too. So, little... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't wait to see all these characters play out on screen in the upcoming Super Mario Bros. movie. So, Chris Pratt. Uh, to recap our picks uh, for Shang-Chi, we did, I said Toad, you said Yoshi. We decided on Yoshi. Uh, for Yelena Belova, the sister of the Black Widow, one of the Black Widows. I don't really know what her title is at this point. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think she's a, another Black Widow. Yeah. she. Uh, I said Pink Gold Peach. You said Princess Peach. We decided on Pink Gold Peach. Uh, for Jane Foster, I said Princess Daisy. You said Birdo. We're going Birdo. Uh, for oh, yeah. Blade, I said Yoshi. You said Dry Bones. We're going to go Dry Bones because uh, Yoshi's already been taken, even though Yoshi would be pretty badass as uh, as Blade. Uh, King yeah. the Conqueror, I said Bowser. You said King Boo. We're going to throw that to the vote, our first vote of the Mario universe. Um, Morbius, I said Waluigi. You said Wario, both kind of in a similar vein. That'll go to a vote. And then our official castings, uh, I brought in, I want Reed Richards to be played by Mario. Uh, you said... Adam Warlock be Cooper Troopa, Nova be Toad, and Moon Knight be Donkey Kong Jr. And okay. that is Whew. our multiversal recast of the MCU so far. We didn't miss some characters. Maybe we'll do something similar with this with the DCU or do a hard reset. Or if you have any yeah. ideas or you want to come do something similar, um, definitely hit us up. I've got another idea for a big recast episode at the end of the season. So. Oh. Be on the lookout for that um, with some special guests because I think we're the king of recasting, Cody. That's the important part, right? I think we are pretty good at recasting. No I mean, one recasts better than us. I back that. I there's, definitely agree. There's no one, no one else. We're gonna move on now and have we have a pod grid. Season three. Season three. There we go. Picked a card. This is a throwback. Uh, to a very early episode, I believe our second episode, The Princess Bride. Oh, Let's get a little update on that. Uh, Cody, take it away. 
have you oh, revisited the Princess Bride since that episode? Or are you still in the same spot? 30 seconds. Give us your take. I'm definitely still in the same spot. Top tier quality movie there. Classic of the 80s. Whatever it came out. I don't know. I wasn't alive. But um, I mean, the characters. Okay. Thanks for putting it. Uh, <laughs> characters great. Uh, dialogue great. I mean, Wallace Shawn. You can't beat him. You just can't. Inconceivable. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on about this movie. Just go listen to our pod. Um, my name is Nigo Montoya. You know, you get the big guy. Just great all around, I would say, and and tough to beat from uh, sort of like a fantasy adventure movie. But 100, that's a that's a big recommendation for me. Cool, yeah. Um, I also double that. Go listen to our episode. Uh, two things: one, in the fall, for someone's cinematography class final project, they recreated the goblet scene, and I had to help them out with that. So that was fun, uh, even though I don't like this movie. I also watched it last night for the second time ever. So watched it last night. Yeah, yeah. So again, wow. Muppets. Before we watched Muppets Most Wanted, we watched The Princess Bride, um, and you know, it's still yeah, still not a huge fan of it. It's better with people, I will say that it is is more fun with with other people. But Fred Savage, you still are not a good child actor. <laughs> yeah, Fred Savage never coming on the show after that episode. <laughs> yeah, Fred, Fred Savage will never be an actor. Um, <laughs> they'll never be an actor. Uh, oh. Let's move on to recommendations. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Let's talk other stuff. We'll hit Doctor Strange as the very last thing. Okay. Um, what have you been into, Cody? You know, talk Survivor? Yeah, not a ton uh, recently, if I'm being honest. Yeah, Survivor. It was, it was an okay episode. High ended up getting the boot. Which I think I predicted a yeah, couple, yeah. couple of episodes before so i was kind of close on that but i mean again i was i was very surprised jonathan um did not win immunity and and somehow he's still in the game so i really think that guy's gonna win the game because once he wins one immunity it's gonna be like three four five and it's gonna be over so interesting to, interesting moves but you know they they started boosting up some of the other people who weren't getting a ton of screen time Lindsay obviously had a big episode, so she got a lot. Um, and actually, that is my prediction for next week. Actually, I think Jonathan or Lindsay is going home. So yeah, I like I like Lindsay a lot. Um, I think she could win the game if she. Yeah, I mean, if they don't vote her out, that's going to be the. Uh, based off her edit, I I really don't think she'll win the game. Yeah. But obviously, it's it's impossible to tell. But yeah, uh, she had a good episode. I thought and that was cool. But yeah, I, I did like High a lot. I would have rather seen sort of Romeo go before high just because he's sort of been invisible the last couple episodes but high's a good character and and uh gonna miss him so it's tough yeah he uh he was completely blindsided I mean he had no idea so you were you were right there he's happy about it I guess but yeah you seem to enjoy it so who's your prediction for who's going home next week um if if Jonathan doesn't win immunity I think it's Jonathan I feel like he will win immunity though I think he probably will as well um I don't know. I feel like what it is, we're going to have some weird twist or something. Some, I mean, yeah, probably right. just, something yeah. dumb is going to happen. <laughs> so it, who knows what we're predicting? Um, I can see like it, maybe it's Romeo's time. If it's, I don't know. I mean, he really has no allies and they yeah. just keep leaving him out. So like if it's, if it's just a, if it's, yeah, it's just a case of like, yeah, get somebody out. It's going to be Romeo. So, what's your prediction? Think, you think it's going to be Jonathan and Lindsay? I think it'll be Lindsay. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Yeah. I don't really have much else to uh, 
to talk about. I did start watching How I Met Your Mother again um, for some reason, but I do like that show. The first, I think I'm just like finished up season one. So it, it is a long season too, but I, I, I do like that show in the first like three or four seasons. So I'll probably just watch that and then stop. But yeah, that's all I got other than Doctor Strange. Beyond, I mean, yeah, beyond Doctor Strange. And then I've already talked about the Muppets and the Princess Bride. Um, I watched This is 40 just right before this episode with Mina. Um, I liked it better than Knocked Up. Um, it's kind of a depressing movie, though, at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, shout out Maude Apatow, Lexi Howard from Euphoria, Inner Prime, just acting your ass off. Uh, children acting in this movie is okay. Let's just say that. Speaking of from, you know, some controversial children acting, uh, let's talk Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And uh, this is going to be a spoiler conversation. So if you haven't seen the movie, you can tune out, come back. Uh, We'd love to have you. But we both saw it yesterday. What did you think about it? You start us off. I think the big thing is coming out of it. I was just like really unmotivated to even have a discussion about it. Like I, it just didn't really, it wasn't bad in a way that was like, Oh, I really want to talk about this or it wasn't like so good that I just like needed to. And like, I'm a person who loves to talk about movies. I want to, I want to be here on the podcast, like discussing stuff with you. And it's just like, this isn't, I don't know. It wasn't that interesting to me. It wasn't that groundbreaking revolutionary. Um, I do think it was well-directed Sam Raimi. You got to do a lot of Sam Raimi things. I think is the thing it's the most, yeah i mean it annoys me when people talk about like just like marvel directors and like oh my god like sam raimi like it's so amazing this is mastercraft work like even from the trailer people like oh you could tell they're like they're actually letting somebody like i think taika watiti created a visual style i think james gunn made a movie that was different and interesting because it was a james gunn film um i think ryan coogler was a little bit more in the machine but like still like made something that was ryan coogler until like that third act um chloe Zhao now has done it too um but it, you know yeah he, he's just doing a lot of camera movements so yeah that i mean and it's scary like, which is fun yeah, we wanted like, that right that's what i wanted yeah i mean i, I like the rainisms but like it, it's just a direction style at that point like I, I don't know it's it's not the make or break thing for me and like obviously that's a style and it's iconic but i was never a big raymond guy to begin with so and yeah, sort of like sort of like the issues that i have with like spider-man one i've it, i have similar issues with this movie um it, it is the dialogue i mean like even the opening scene is just like just throw just throw anything at the wall and see if it sticks sort of um in the dialogue it, it's pretty cheesy at times but i mean the main thing with me is i do like a lot of stuff in here but at the same time i don't like a lot of it too like obviously big time spoiler alert here okay like if you haven't seen this movie do not like click off right now but i mean the illuminati stuff is sick like i had no idea john krasinski was in this movie that is amazing i like that got a genuine like holy shit that is fucking sick out of me in the theater and that really doesn't happen that often so that's sick black bolt was so cool that I mean, they were flirting with um, whatever they're called the the non mutants, Inhumans for forever. They even did it in like Agents of Shield and stuff. But well, they had us like a they had whatever. A, I didn't watch it obviously. A series but, on Hulu, I think, or yeah. something. Was that the same guy? It is the day? same guy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you what. That was a very cool iteration of that character. Very yeah, different character. It was a character redesign, but yeah, from what we saw, it was not the same, the same guy. Same guy. Yeah. 
<laughs> but that's cool. They got same guy back, and I thought that was very cool. Um, that one ultimate universe they went to, I thought was cool. But I mean, I thought we were doing the multiverse of madness, where you know they went to what three universes total. Right, Colin. like they jumped some through some, but like we've seen like the same shit and like Doctor yeah, Strange, the like, first Doctor Strange, and like... just the way they portrayed the movie in the trailers it's just not what I expected. And that's not always a bad thing, but it's sort of like, oh, I thought we were going to be mul- we were going to be jumping from like unis- universe to universe every scene. That's kind of what I was hoping for. But just throwing like all of those cameos in the same Illuminati, obviously the Professor X scene with him trying to get Wanda like out of the rubble and stuff, super cool as well. Um, obviously uh, Patrick Stewart's great. But I mean, the stuff with Wanda specifically, I, I don't really like it all. I, I get that you know, eventually she probably is going to be the main villain or whatever. But from this to WandaVision to just snap like that, it's sort of like... Well, she did snap in WandaVision. She was a bad... I know, I know, but I don't know. I don't like it, but like, I understand it, but I I really don't like it. She goes to a mass murder in about 30 minutes of, of screen time. But I mean, going from like the trailers and stuff, it seemed like a cool Doctor Strange, like Wanda team up movie where eventually Wanda's going to be like, oh yeah, like that one line where she's like, oh, you do something bad and you're a hero and I do something bad and I'm a villain. Like eventually, like she becomes like maybe pissed off and does something bad at the end. But for her to just be straight up just murdering everybody, uh, I'm not really a fan of. But that's just me. Overall, it's it's probably a meh. Uh, I was pretty disappointed coming out of the theater, I'm not going to lie. I think we got Mordo baited really hard at the end of the last Doctor Strange. And then, like, even in the trailers, they set it up that maybe he would be still kind of the villain of this movie. But, like, the best we get is him saying, oh, this guy's been trying to kill me for years. Like, and it's just all off screen. And I feel like that's tough for Chiotel Elder 4 and that character, which that was every single character from the first Doctor Strange. I mean, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. He could have been a fucking badass, man. Imagine if they made Wong like as powerful as Doctor Strange in this movie. I think that would have been sick. But oh, hey, bro, and where's Abomination and Shang Chi at the at Kamatash? They should be there. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't make sense either. But um, I mean, yeah, like Wong's like wrapped up by that tentacle monster in two seconds. Wanda, I mean, just has him by his grasp in two seconds. I thought this guy was Sorcerer Supreme. Could have made him cool. Definitely not. Mordo, <laughs> what he's in it for five minutes, did nothing. It's not uh, even ours. It's Christine, an alternate one. Rachel McAdams, why is she even in this movie, bro? Like, I I like her character. Uh, it's it's ridiculously out of place, and that story, it, I thought I feel like it had a decent conclusion in um, the first movie, and she's just thrown in for no reason. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it's fun. It's not like the most Oscar fucking worthy Marvel movie that they tried to make and everything. It's definitely a good time, and that Illuminati stuff, I I really really like, but. Everything else is kind of a mess. Yeah, the Illuminati stuff is cool. Uh, their deaths were pretty gruesome, graphic, like borderline. Almost got there to that R mark. Yeah, I was um, kind of surprised this movie's PG thirteen. Yeah, had a lot of death. Man. It was cool. I, was I mean, the black bolt head exploding, the the Captain yeah. Carter cut in half, kind of. Yeah, um, yeah. definitely a cool lineup of people it was some interesting characters i feel again like you said they could have done more with the multiverse of madness i saw someone a review on letterbox it was like why not just call this movie something different like call it like dr strange and the scarlet witch or like like something more to do with like wanda like setting it up that that's what this is about um instead of being like oh it's the multiverse is attacking and like 
I don't know. It doesn't really <laughs> not matter. Yes. It's not exactly at all what it is. And like you get three versions of strange and, you know, one version of the Illuminati and, you know, that's it. Um, so yeah, this movie had a really troubled production. COVID was effective. Yeah. They did massive reshoots. Scott Derrickson left because originally the rumor was that they wanted to go horror and then they couldn't, obviously that's not what happened. Uh, just scott derrickson there was some sort of disagreement and it's happened before and they brought in sam raimi um who like kevin feige met working back like on the original spider-man when kevin feige was not you know head of marvel um so that's cool you know you got to bring him back um and you can tell there's parts of this movie that like sam raimi didn't have control over and like he there's parts that he'd had a lot more control over um not that i think he would have if this was like his movie made it better um there's also the things of like spider-man was released when spider-man was released this movie was supposed to come before spider-man originally so then they had to like interlock this with all the tv shows and marvel has a hard task ahead of them and when something was set up as being like oh this is like the next big event like civil war this is kind of like that's i feel like a lot of people this would be like this next civil war where it's like all these characters it's gonna affect the future of marvel like you have to see it. It's the setup for the next Avengers movie. It's the setup for the big bad. When like, that's not what this was. Like it was, yeah, it was a battle between Strange and Wanda. And now we get um, America Chavez in the MCU who could jump between multiverse, but I like, it's not doing anything I think to set up mutants or to set up the Fantastic Four or like really propel the future of Marvel forward in the way that a lot of people expected. Yeah, that's definitely true. And um you like you're saying, I don't know, Raimi is a decent director, I think, but I don't think he necessarily did his homework. I think he said he, he didn't even watch WandaVision, which is um, something that uh, really makes me mad, I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, sort of another thing as well that I don't like is, like, they don't know how to make a Doctor Strange fight interesting. It's sort of just this dumb hand-to-hand stuff. Like, there's a couple scenes that they try to be creative and they do, like, the music thing, which I thought was really lame. Um, and then uh, when Strange and Mordo are fighting, it's, like, 50 cuts of just supposedly they're fighting, but it's just such bad action, I think. There's a lot of issues with, like, the character in general, but I really don't think the direction was was anything to, to, to like, bump it up to an XL either. Yeah, I, I don't know. I expect I think we all expected more. Yeah, I think my expectations were just off. It's not a terrible. It's not bad. Like like I said, like the middle hour is probably pretty good. It's just yeah. the the quick turn from Wanda at the beginning. I was like, what the fuck, really? And then she just kills everybody, which, I mean, that's fine. It's it's fun for the story and everything. But, I mean, as a movie, I thought it was very sloppily written. Yeah. I'm, I'm more excited for Thor Love and Thunder than anything. Um, yeah. Other yeah. thing... Yeah avatar 2 trailer <laughs> yeah. premiered before this movie did you get a chance to check that out did it's called um like way of the water way of the water yeah what are your thoughts um i'll probably see it i guess i mean it looks cool i mean obviously the the thing about the first avatar is visually it's it's very very um good looking and i mean with the improved technology now it's almost been like what 20 years since the first one oh wait i think it released so yeah, but, like 14, uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, technology's bumped up even more. So it's going to look pretty good. But I mean, the four sequels after that, 
Nice. I saw their title somewhere. It's it's pretty sketch. Uh, they don't sound like the best movie. One of them was like planting the seed or something, something stupid. But yeah, I don't say I'm excited for them, but I'll probably watch the the second one and see if it's any good. We'll probably go back and do an original, uh, like the original Avatar at some point before that new one comes out just because yeah. i think there's a lot you can say about it yeah that'd be um, a good one but i agree like i think the selling point is like the visual effects that was the main thing with the first one like plot was kind of meh but like it was so beautiful and the imax and the 3d experience and i think something kind of interesting is happening here where it's like this movie is about water and is it about water because james cameron wanted like that's for a plot thing or is it was it like fluid sims have become so good that now yeah. this is like the latest VFX like thing I want to show. Like, look at all these particles that I'm simulating to get like amazing clarity in water. And like, right. this is the next cool, let's put blue people in water and make it look cool. <laughs> um, Cause I feel like, and I listen, I think like computer graphics is an art. I think there's probably should be an Oscar for it. I think there's a lot of amazing VFX that happen, but I think that's starting to happen a lot of like, is this a plot point or is this just something that looks cool like that we can do with visual effects now that we could have never done in the past like we're making this movie about them and being in water or like there's even stuff like the scene with um where patrick stewart dies in wanda and like you see this big like red smoke sim come out and it's like yeah it looks sick but like i, I don't know is this like this is obviously just laid out because like because it's visually interesting and that's that's cool yeah. Um, but in some cases, like for this movie, it's all based around water just for the sake of sick water sims that look just as good as they did in Pixar's The Good Dinosaur. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I feel like that is mostly the reason why they wanted to make more movies because they're like, oh, we can make it even look better. And it made the most money of all time last time and it wasn't even good. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'll definitely be a spectacle to see, no doubt. I'm sure the sequel will make a lot of money. I just don't know about the rest of them. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you guys for uh, coming here on this episode of Cat May Mania. A uh, long one. Go check, long. Out, go check out the Instagram for the vote on our different picks. And then yes, we'll, we'll have one big wrap-up pick at the end to show our final, what our Marvel Universe looks like. So that should be a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. Thanks, we'll catch you in the next one. Got lots Appreciate of exciting you. stuff planned. Thank Peace. you. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs>